0: Today we get to start a brand new series, glory be to God. I'm so excited, I'm so pumped up, I believe God is going to give us a new place, he's moving us to new levels and that is coming to you who is in here, if you indeed pay attention but it's also coming to every one of you watching online, every one of you who is watching uh, on TV, I just want to ask you, stick where you are, that's what I keep saying, because uh, the revelation that God is bringing out of this series is going to be amazing. So we start a brand new series called Foundations. Ah, Foundations, Foundations, Foundations. Glory be to God. Someone shout to God. Glory be to God. Are you in the house with me, or are you are you also watching TV? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we are going to be talking about foundations. Foundations. Uh, there's a principle about foundations uh, that uh, if anything is built, uh, the strength of whatever is built, and the longevity of what is built, and the continuity of what is built is based on the strength of the foundation on which it is built. Do you agree? Yeah. And and so if I, I don't have to, uh, to know the entire plan of a certain building as long as I look into the foundation. If I can see how deep dug the foundation then I can uh, closely approximate what kind of building it is going to be if we are building a chicken coop you don't need to dig deep you don't really need to have a big foundation if you are building a chicken coop but if you are building a house that human beings are going to stay in uh then the foundation will be different. But also, if you're building a mansion, if you're building an abbey, some houses are not just mansions, they are abbeys. Uh, the, The foundation must, by necessity, look different. Now, the psalmist spoke in Psalms chapter 11. Psalms chapter 11, verses 3. He said a very powerful thing, almost a lamentation. And he said, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And so if anyone wants to attack any work, really, all he needs to do is to attack the foundation of the work. And I am afraid that for many of us in church, that is what has happened that the enemy has eroded the understanding and the embracing of the foundation on which we are to stand and on the foundation on which our christian faith has been built, so that we are left with the residues of what should be christianity but the foundation is lacking and therefore our our walk and our life in christ jesus is lacking. And so you find us wrestling with uh, issues of life that already have solutions in God but we don't seem to access those solutions. Why? The foundations are broken. And if the foundations are broken, what can the righteous do? Wrong believing will lead to wrong action. Do you understand? And so... Today, we start this series and we are going to walk for a good long time in this understanding because I want us to establish certain foundations. I want us to go back and say, you know what? We may have said we are Christians, but do we understand the foundation on which this whole thing is built? Because, my friends, If your foundation is wrong, you will have an assumption. Can you imagine living all your life here on earth thinking that you are built on the right foundation? And then after you reach the gates of glory, uh, you wonder why the gates are not being opened for you? It is true that there are a number of men and women... That will get to the power gates of glory in great anticipation. And the Savior will look at them and say, I never knew you. Who, who, who are you? What, what what are you even? Oh, but God, I did all that I did in your name. I, I worshiped on the praise and worshiped him. I, I was behind the cameras. I I I did the sound in church. Lord, I did all these things, and it's like, oh I... I never knew you in fact with fire in his eyes he begins to say depart from me you workers of iniquity and yet you did so much let me show you an interesting scripture in uh, 1st Corinthians chapter 3 we are establishing foundations and today is introduction someone say introduction Yes, uh, to the foundations. First Corinthians chapter 3. Let's start from verses uh, 9. Let's start from verse 9. This is the apostle Paul preaching about foundations. And I want to introduce you today to the foundation. Are you paying attention? Are you still with me? The Bible says, the apostle says for we are God's fellow workers and you are God's field, you are God's building. Someone say I am a building. Yes, and the building, it is God building the building. So you are God's building. You basically, you are owned by God. You are not your own your life is hidden with christ in god you are not your own just as christ is not his own so are you not your own you are christ is and christ is god is that is the end of this chapter ends like that chapter 3 verses 23 says and you are christ is and christ is god is so we belong to God and so the apostle is looking at the preachers that had preached in his day and he is saying to the Corinthians we who are bringing you the word we are God's fellow workers and you are God's field you are God's building and now he says according to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder I have laid the foundation and another builds it and let me tell you this is what has brought me with this series I am seeking to be a wise master builder just as the apostle because any wise master builder, builder understands whatever plan and however beautiful a building is if its foundations are cracked that foundation is going down and so you must build a very nice, wonderful, powerful, strong foundation. You understand? And I am here to build you up in Jesus' name. I, 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 this whole series is for your grounding. Oh yes, God is building you up and we must establish your roots upon the foundation and so he says as a master wise wise master builder i have laid the foundation and another builds on it and then he says but let each one take heed or pay attention and take great care how he builds on it why because of for no other foundation can anyone lay except that which is laid. And so do you understand? There is only one foundation. There is only one foundation. So we are looking at, even though we are saying it is foundations, it is really a foundation. And the foundation. And he says there is only one foundation so that if you weren't built on this foundation my friend you are on shaky ground are you paying attention now my challenge even as i deliver this sermon to you is for you to assume and so i don't want you to assume i want you to pay close attention and so because he says the foundation is jesus christ The foundation. There is no other foundation. And this is exactly what Jesus had proclaimed when he's here on earth. He said, listen guys, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you want to get to the Father and you want to make your own way, then you need to find your own other Father. But if you are coming to the Father of great lights, The father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who makes the whole universe stay where it is without a pole holding it. If you want to get to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus has declared, and it is true, he is the only way. He is the only truth. And he is the only life. Let me tell you, no other man can lead you to life. He's not the way. Krishna is not the way. Muhammad is not the way. Mary is not the way. Oh, name them, whatever. Name they may have, John Smith is not the way. Buddha is not the way. Tell them all of them. Mention however great their names is. Your father kurab Shanna is not the way. Hey, no, hey, no, 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 no. Your village mate is not the way. Your boyfriend is not the way. Your girlfriend can. Not be the way. Your husband is not the way. Your boss is not the way. There is only one way, and that way is Jesus Christ. And this is the foundation upon which we build everything. Jesus is the foundation for our prayer. Jesus is the foundation for our faith. Jesus is the foundation for our joy. Jesus is the foundation for our marriage. Jesus is the foundation for our business. Jesus is the foundation for our education. Jesus is the foundation for a good government. Jesus is the foundation for all politics. Jesus the foundation for prosperity. He is the foundation for healing. He is the foundation for health. He is the foundation for joy. He is the foundation for peace of mind. He is the foundation for a good wife. He is the foundation. What are you thinking about? He is the foundation. And so the apostle tells us that look, you can decide to build, but there is no other foundation. That anyone can lay, other than which is laid, which is Christ. And he says in verses 12, interesting, he says, if anyone builds on this foundation, (laughs) oh my goodness, you can build on this foundation and the materials are different. Oh yeah. He says, you can build with gold or you can build with silver. You could build. With precious stones, you could build with wood, hay, or straws. Can you imagine? But it says, each one's work will become clear for there is a day that will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each man's work of what sort It is, if anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. And if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yet so as through the fire. Now look at a few things that are happening in that scripture. Number one, you must make sure the foundation is firm. You you must make sure the foundation is firm. Because uh, it is the foundation by which you are saved. So you see, whatever fire that may come, if it finds that you have a f- the foundation, you are on the right foundation, whatever it consumes does not really uh, affect your salvation. Uh? You, you, you get it. Uh, however, the way you build on it and the materials you use to build, life has a way of bringing a day. Oh yes, there, 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 there is a way life brings a a day and that day brings a fire with it. I'm telling you, all of us, at one point or the other, there is a fire that comes and tests the kind of material by which we build. I, I've seen I've seen people who have said, I am so strong, and then money came. Oh, yes, and they did not know that money was a test of what foundation they had oh yes they served God so much they said me and God we are so tight I can minister from night and day and then they got a push job Mm. and the fire what kind of material they had built with. And we realized that their position had moved. Oh yes. They said I am on the foundation. But I am telling you there is a day. That always comes. And that day comes with a fire. And it tastes because she said she was all about Jesus. And then a haji with money and a car came. Oh my goodness. And we began to see what foundation that was, the guy said he was everything about God until the girl came. He married her and now we cannot see her. We cannot see him in church no more. Why? He is taking care of a family. Can you believe a fire came? Come on someone say pastor you're preaching good. Preaching. I think so. Hallelujah. Because every man's work will be tested. Oh yes. Yes some people are tested with success and other people are tested with trials and temptation he said he was the man of God and everything and, uh, and, 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 and everybody looks at him and we were all convinced that he is the man of God and then his wife passed and he went back to alcohol oh yeah oh yes she said she was uh, the minister and everything until someone began abusing and, uh, and maligning and being malicious and, 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 and really torturing her in the ministry. And he said, have a look, have a look. as if, at Come on, get back to church. Get back into your seat. Get back into your position. Leave people alone. There is not people who are taking you to heaven. It is Jesus that is taking you to heaven. If people are maligning you, find another place. Find another way to go. But you cannot be deterred from the foundation. Otherwise, we test and see. The fire tests to see which kind of work and which kind of material you build. The great thing about the foundation is that if you have the right foundation, he says, if any man's work which he he has built on endures, verses fourteen, he will receive a reward. And fifteen says, if any man's work is burnt, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as though through a fire. And this is where I'm saying, friend better make sure you are on the right foundation. Because even though everything else is burnt and removed, if you are on the right foundation, you will at least be saved. You understand? This is why we are going to endeavor. We are going to work together. This is why I'm saying these next weeks, pay close attention. Tune in every Sunday. Be on the YouTube. Be on Facebook. Come to church. Let us make sure you are established on the foundation. You understand? Now, we have just said that Jesus is the foundation. That's what the scripture has said. Verses what? Verses 11. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid and which is Jesus Christ. The question is, how is Jesus the foundation? Because I believe a lot of people who get off the foundation, they get off because they do not understand how Jesus is the foundation. So I, we told some man, look, Jesus is the answer. And he asked what's the question? You see, and the thing is this, he is the answer. And the question can be really any question. Ask any question. And you will find that if you are going to take life by its horns, Jesus is the answer. You need Jesus. Now let me show you how Jesus is the answer. You see friends, this Jesus is God. He was with God from the beginning. And he was God. And God so loved the world. But the world was tainted and still is tainted with so much evil and so much pain and so much hurt that come and arise out of both personal sin, inherited sin and communal sin. You and I are suffering consequences of certain things we never even participated in. And so God looked and said, men cannot perish. They just cannot perish. But men cannot save themselves. And so this is what I will do. I will send Jesus. Really, it is Jesus telling the Father, let me go. Let me go and stand in with them. But the thing is, this is Jesus. You are God. You are not a man. He said, Father, I will reduce myself into becoming an embryo and taking on the form of humanity. I will become what they are so that they can become what I am. I will live where. So Jesus must come and he comes and he is born as a human being. Can you imagine? For you and I. Because you see, if he doesn't come, we cannot be saved. But if he comes as God, we cannot touch him. Oh yeah. So he must come as a little boy. Take on real humanity. And he must live because he could have come and in two days grown into a big man and gone. But how then will he identify With the feelings of my infirmity, How then will he know my pain and my sorrow and my challenges of life? He says, no, I will bear 33 years here on earth. I will go through the temptations you go through. And I will show you, you don't have to fall for them. For there is a way and I am the way. Because I can translate you into what I am. And you can look at me as your example of life. and know you don't have to live a defeated life. And so he has to live life here on earth. He has to live. And then, but if he lives and just flies off, I still am locked up in my sin. Because you see, the sin that you had, must be atoned for it must be paid for there must be without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sin there is no remission of sin and so there must be a blood that is shed oh but you see the blood of jesus is not like any other blood the blood of jesus is pure blood of Jesus can speak today tomorrow and forever. The blood Jesus is not like the blood blood of lamb and chicken. Ah, he says, (laughs) Yes, I know we grew up and they would take chickens to shrines. So, what kind of blood is that? But the blood of Jesus is mightier because it is blood that can reach the throne room of heaven and plead your case and my case for me. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to God. My friends, you're listening to all this. Do you understand? The blood that Jesus sheds on the cross is the same blood that washes me clean and white as snow. It removes my sin. It says to God, the sacrifice has been paid. The innocent has died for the guilty. You and I. We are guilty. Like we are You know there are parts of your life. You don't want any man to know about. But that part of your life. That you may not even want any man to be uh, know about. That part of your life. Which you are ashamed of. That part of your life. Uh, God knows about it. And guess what? He even knew about it before you were born. And he sent a savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, yes, Jesus came now. If he dies and sheds the blood, but remains in the grave, we are cooked because that means the offering, the sacrifice was not accepted. That's what it means oh but glory be to God on the third day of him being in the grave the bible tells us they woke up in the morning and they found that the grave was empty the stone had been rolled away and God had declared him victor over the life death and hell friends understand when God raises Jesus from the dead he is saying the sacrifice for your sins has been accepted and therefore you have been freely justified from everything that you could not have be justified from by the law of Moses now all you need to do is come to God. Oh, he says, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need. Ah. Any man that awakens to the fact that Jesus is my redeemer, that awakens to the fact that Jesus is my savior, That awakens to the fact that because of Jesus and by Jesus, I have been given a right standing with God. When you awaken to that reality, your life changes because now you have placed your feet on a firm foundation. It is not what I do. It is what Jesus It's not what I can. It is what Jesus could. Oh yes. It is not what I could pay. It is what Jesus paid. Friends. You don't have to remain in your weakness. You don't have to remain in your brokenness. You don't have to remain in your powerlessness. You don't have to remain in that abuse. God has attached so much value on you. He has sent his only begotten son. Jesus Christ. That if you will hear his voice. And believe him today and say, Lord, I want Jesus to save me. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can be saved today. You see, we are all saved by the mercy and grace of God. A salvation is a gift of God. It is a free gift from God. Why would you refuse it? Why would you refuse to agree that Jesus takes you on and you become a child of God? Why would you refuse this invitation from God to clean you of all your unrighteousness and crown you with His own righteousness? Why? Not because you're a good person, but because Jesus. the price for your redemption oh yes he did he is our foundation he is our foundation he is our rock because he saves us Jesus is still saving men, and I am praying for you today that as we come to the close of this service you will raise up your hands and say Lord I also want Jesus To save my life. You see. It is possible for you to be in church. For a good long time. But never really come to a place. Where you say. Jesus. Has saved me. But today. Is the day. For your salvation. If you hear his voice. Do not harden your heart. Look. He is knocking at the door of your heart. And he is saying, if you will let me in, I will come and I will dine with you. As we come to the close, if you want to say, Jesus, I want to be saved, just raise up your hand. Wherever you are, even if you are in a cafe, you may be listening to this in a taxi going to work, I don't know. You you may be at home or or you are here with us. You can raise your hand right now. And accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And give him your life. Do this. Raise up that hand. Put the other one in your chest. And repeat this prayer with me. Mean minute from the bottom of your heart. Say, Father Lord. I thank you for your salvation. I thank you for bringing Jesus to the earth. Today. I give you my life. Today, I receive the forgiveness of my sin. Today, I receive the gift of righteousness. I declare that I reign in life over sin, over death, and over Satan. Today, I declare... That I am a child of God. And the power of hell, the power of the grave, and the power of sin is broken over me. I declare, I have new life in Jesus' name. My sin is forgiven. So I move forward ever and backward never In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my friend. If you have prayed that prayer. Today you have given your life to him. And I believe he has come into your heart. Let us know come to the city church here in Luzira, or if you are in Mpelere or around uh, Gayaza area, Chisasi, we also have a location there at Mpelere uh, at Chitetika, really, Chitetika High School. And if you are on the side of Kampala, uh, on the uh, eastern side, uh, where Nambole area, Chirinya, uh, 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 we, we have uh, a location there in Chirinya. You can join us in Chereka Banda, and we would love to receive you. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.